Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 102 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And this is Mark Vila from Coleman and & Company. And today we're here to talk about advertising and marketing to your niche. Right. So um, basically this is the break out your wallet episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so we, you know, we, we do our best to kind of educate everybody on, you know, the free things that you can do. But when it gets right down to it, when you are ready to uh, grow your business, mm-hmm. um, you're going to either spend money or time. Yes. And we're going to talk about both of those in relations to doing advertising and marketing. Yeah. Once you find uh, a niche, so in the last episode we talked about, you know, uh, the steps to take, how to find a niche, how to determine if something has a potential for growth for your business. And once you've you've found them, you really want to implore a a plan that you can replicate in the future on how to reach that niche, how to get them to essentially buy your products, become your customers. And the, uh, so in the the spirit of this episode is, or or the main point I want to get across up front is that marketing and advertising is an ongoing experiment. Mm -hmm. There there, you're going to try a bunch of different things. And if you are persistent and strategic, I was going to say lucky, but that's not true. (laughs) If you're persistent and strategic in your approach to it, you'll win. Yeah. Right? But but you're going to not win up until you win. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah. And well, because what's going to happen is you've got a great idea. Right. For whatever it might be, for whatever your marketing is, and you be. vetted that according to the last yeah podcast yeah, and and you've got a great idea for a, a marketing concept, right? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shirt and I'm gonna do this, and I suspect people will want to buy them. Yes, and um, sometimes uh, whether it's luck or skill or both or timing, the, that idea just works out right away. It's just here's a great idea, and people start buying it, and you're really excited. But more often than not, the idea is not going to skyrocket off and be great. You're going to have to replicate, repeat, try different things, alter it, yeah. try whether it's pricing or promotions or just the, the, the shirt design, whatever it might be. So the purpose of this podcast is to help you work through what to do next. And then after you... Uh, after you take these steps and you start doing these things, you do them again and again and again. You try them differently. You look for results, and then you then you win. Then you make yeah, money. Yeah. And so, and we're, <laughs> we're, this episode one hundred and two. One hundred and two. Episode one hundred and one was kind of the beginning of the business plan setup. Mm-hmm. So this is episode two of that, right? Yes. So of uh, the the first thing that we want to start with is before you do any marketing or advertising, you've got to at some level know what your numbers are. Mm-hmm. Because you, the idea behind like creating an ad and or doing marketing is to measure your ROI. Is it worth the effort? Is it worth the money? And you'll never know if it's worth the effort or the money if you're spending money on advertising, but you don't know how much money you might potentially make. Or are making so you've got to know your numbers. Yeah, knowing your numbers is is the key for this stuff, and it's um, because it's tricky and the, and it's hard to not get into it in this podcast, yeah, we're, right? We're trying really um, hard, but 
just a, a concept of a, of a story that uh, reminds me of that. I, I believe we were at this conference together. We might not have been, but there was a gentleman talking about um, how he started like a dog food delivery. Do you recall okay. this? Yes, I know I think, what you're talking I think about. you and I and Scott had went a few yeah. years ago. But anyway, uh, he took the time to know his numbers. He knew he uh, different things, how much he expected people to it, order, it how often. It was buying customers. It was yeah, buying customers. Yeah, yeah. and how, how much he expects people to order, um, how often they would order, how much money they might spend, all of these things. He took the time to know the value of, of a potential customer. Right. And then, therefore, he did advertising. And in the end, in that first order made no money, zero, probably even lost money. However, he knew that based on the numbers, that even though order number one yeah. was a loss for the company, in six months, it would pay off big time. Yeah. And making those decisions in your business means you have to know the numbers. That's, that's right. And so we've got a whole podcast devoted to that, mm -hmm. which is episode 17, Know Your Numbers. I highly recommend it. Um, we did it a long time ago, but we're still right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's still consistently right. I, that was almost 100 episodes ago. That was almost 100 <laughs> episodes ago. That's terrible. So definitely uh, do listen to episode 17. And uh, we're going to link to that episode. And I think on that episode, there's a link to a spreadsheet that you yeah. can use to figure out the long-term value of a customer. And so the, I think the, really the point now we're getting further into the episode is that you actually have to do some marketing and advertising. Yes. You've got to put some effort into it. And like you said, it's either time or money or both. Yeah, no matter how hard you stare at the phone, mm -hmm. um, it won't make it ring. So an, a great niche is wonderful to have. Making sure they know who you are and where to buy your stuff is the next step. So met, let's go ahead and we decided to divide this up into local and online, right? Or, or did, we, did we say it should be, it be different than that? offline and Offline and online because then we decided that actually there's a lot of great local advertising online. You can do digitally. Yeah, so um, so it's really offline and online advertising and marketing, and we're just going to go through the steps of these you know, right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll start with offline because a lot of people that are, don't live in the digital world like we do, mm -hmm. um, they aren't as comfortable with online you know, digital yeah. advertising. So when we recently did a survey, 60% or more than 60% of our customers said 75 to 100% of their business was local. Mm -hmm. So it's probably going to be a big portion of your business as well. Right. So the um, the goal of offline marketing and and um, online just to to a large extent is um, is so that everyone that's in your niche because we went through the last episode and we picked a niche is that everyone in your niche in your chosen mm -hmm. area knows who you are yes. and what you do. That's so it. so uh, for example, extremes. Okay. Uh, Coca-Cola's niche are uh, people. people that drink <laughs> that dr people. people that drink liquids. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, so everybody knows who Coca-Cola is, right? Right. That's that's what they have to do. Um, now, if you sell, um, an example I'll go through later is if you are direct to garment printer. Yes. If you have a direct to garment printing and do direct to garment printing. We'd like you to know who every, Coleman every, and Company Everyone is. knows. I know for printers, everyone knows who Cold is. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's that's kind of the purpose. Uh, that's the concept of that. So, in, in the last uh, episode, we talked about um, possibly having a niche of like Florida bow hunters. Right. All the bow hunters in Florida, hopefully, will know 
who you who are. are and who your business is and what you that's, do. That's the goal. It might seem yeah. like a lofty goal at first, but uh, but you can get there if you do some of these things. Right. So the first one that we want to uh, recommend and discuss is networking in your niche. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is kind of, um, it's it's not just local, but it's, it's your personal activity. And what that entails is if you are, if bow hunting is your niche, mm -hmm that you're involved in any local community that has anything to do with hunting, right? Because you want to participate with those people. Um, you want to go if there's a market in your area or mm -hmm. even outside your area, if you've, if you've got the time and the inclination and the budget, you know, maybe it turns out that going to a, um, like you'd brought up, going to a conference somewhere close by, mm -hmm. you know, traveling to the big national um, archery competition somewhere might be a good fit for you to actually Physically networking, get out and meet. Yeah, so um, you know you're looking to meet various people. You're looking to meet um, just your direct buying customers. So you're looking to meet somebody who says, "Oh, cool! You sell those T-shirts. Where you have an online store? Great! Yeah. I'm gonna buy one." Right. You know, you're going to yeah, meet yeah, some yeah. of those people. You're going to meet people who have uh, authority in the community. So maybe they've got social media authority that they're willing to share your information. Maybe they own a store. Uh, maybe they are are the chapter uh, president they're, of a local club. They're running the conference. That yeah, they're attend. running the conference that they or they're speaking at the conference. Yeah, or they sell a, a they a bow manufacturer. Right. Or they sell a book that's a hunting guide. All, all of know, those are uh, great. So meeting all these people are great because they're going to connect you with other people and they're going to get your name recognized yep. and hopefully they're going to they're going to tell their fans or their customers about you. And this you know? is a this is a purely who you know kind of thing. Yeah. If if most of our customers at Cold Essie and Coleman and Company, if most of our customers make most of their money through word of mouth, mm -hmm. then then the math says that the more people that you know, the yeah. more people that you meet, the more you'll sell. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So so networking within your niche. And we also talked about like cycling could be one. Yeah, if, that's a if, good one. If you do um, cycling or, or bike riding. I don't know what's the the cool the coolest way to say is probably cycling. Well, now. the difference is the pants. The pants. Yeah, <laughs> if you're wearing the tight pants, you're a cyclist. Uh, yeah, or, or mountain biking, trail biking. Trail you know, biking. But all these are all things. things you might do, and if these are and if you do this and you decide this is a niche you're going to be in, then you participate in the events too. Right. Yeah. Because maybe maybe there's not uh, 500 people going out into the woods in a big group to bow hunt together. Right. That seems, seems dangerous. <laughs> seems dangerous. But uh, there might be a group of 60 people that cycle every week together or every month. And they yeah. do a particular trail. And then afterwards, they go ride the trail. And afterwards, they go out to eat together or go to a smoothie shop, something like yeah. that. You go to these events. You participate with them. You are a member of the community. And then, you know, you're also... It's, it's, it's a great yeah. idea. It's yeah, a great so. idea. So, um, and part of the, the key to this, I think, and, and one of the most fundamental things that you should be doing that no one does. Yeah. <laughs> um, is you should always wear what you do. You are a walking billboard for your products and services. Yep. So, and this applies to a, almost especially if it's a side hustle. Yeah. You know, if your side hustle is custom t-shirts and you're in a particular niche, you should be wearing that bow hunting or cycling shirt to Walmart every time you yeah. go. Anytime you're out in a group and you, and someone can say, you want somebody to be able to say, look at you and say, hey, I need a t-shirt, right? That's just like that. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah, can see true. that you make those 
Because it says, I make these t-shirts on the back of your shirt. <laughs> well, the, that might be you. Yes, it would be. I'm a little um, obvious. But it's, it's just true that if you're, if you're going to the cycling event or, or whatever it might be, you're going to a fishing tournament yeah. and, you, and you make fishing shirts, then you should be wearing one of the shirts that you make, yeah. right? Because for one, it's a couple different things. During the networking portion of it, um, you meet somebody, hey, what do you do when you're not fishing? Yeah. You know, uh, I'm an accountant. Oh, I make shirts like this. Yeah. And I sell them online. You know, I also do custom orders too. Yeah. You know, um, so you get to say that, and, and, like that and, and it's you get something to point to. It's also a conversation starter. If you make a, if you have a good design shirt, I, I, I make shirts for personal stuff. All, you know, all the time. I love to do it. That's true. And um, and uh, people say it all the time. You know, I mean, yeah. the grocery store, that's a funny shirt. That's a cool shirt. That's, right. you know, and then uh, I'm not specifically trying to sell a t-shirt printer in a grocery store, right. but it's just, to me, it's an exact proof of concept. It, it, it's it, that if I'm getting stopped for a shirt that I made, you absolutely will. You yeah. Too. And especially if you've got, you know, like a popular niche, like, you know, we talked briefly before the podcast, you know, if you shop at Walmart yeah. and you go every week, they sell bows at Walmart. Yeah. Right, so you're wearing your bow hunting custom t-shirt, business shirt, and you're in the line every week at Walmart, and you go 50 times a year. You know, what are the odds that someone, as you walk through the store or standing behind you in the line, is gonna go, man, you bow hunt? Yeah, cool shirt. Cool shirt, Yeah. so do I. You know, great, we make three XL shirts. Yeah. You know, that's what you would say. <laughs> yeah, and you just, uh, yeah, actually, oh, thanks thanks for the compliment on the shirt. It's actually my business. Yeah. I bow hunt, but I also have a t-shirt, uh, I have a t-shirt shop, yep. t-shirt store online, whatever it might be, and, I, and one of the things that I sell was bow hunting t-shirts. Yeah. So, Here, you know, here's my card. That's Check cold. us out. And, and I will tell you that I, I know that most of you don't do this because when we used to do open houses, mm -hmm. we would do little marketing classes. And I'd have 15 people in the room, and literally, that already had equipment, no one would be wearing something with their, with their logo on it. Yeah. You know, or wearing a logo tee. So uh, make sure you do this, really, and if, if you, you don't do anything If else. you follow some other podcasts that we've, listened, that we've talked about as well, where we talk about um, just networking in general with your business, yes. and you go to the... Uh, we talked about chamber of commerce and local yep. community Active meetings and things like mouth. that. That's, that's uh, in the sales series. Yeah, and if you go to these things often, you're going to see that there's going to be a woman, man that go every time they go, they're always wearing their, you know, America First mortgage shirt. Yeah. You know, you know their their realtor shirt. They're letting everybody that they walk by. I am a realtor. Yeah. In this area and, uh, and in this area. I'll give you another example. So a good friend of mine uh, runs a woodworking school here in Tampa, and uh, she joined the uh, downtown Tampa partnership uh, because she's downtown. Yeah. So everyone else that's a member of that partnership is wearing a tie. Yeah. Right. So because it, it's it's high rises and lawyers and things like that. Everywhere she goes, she wears khaki shorts and her School of Woodwork t-shirt. Yeah, okay, yeah. 100% of the time, everyone in that room sees her and recognizes what she does. Yeah. So, I mean, you can follow that example and, and it'll sell you shirts. I thought you were going to say clogs. No. Or those... Or made the, out of wood. Yeah. Got to get her to do that. <laughs> or those Japanese sandals. Oh, yes. So um, these are good ideas. Write these down. I will. Um, <laughs> so, so the next thing is, the next thing is um, do actual sales. Yeah. I, don't, I like this Don't one. be afraid. We, we spent 99 episodes making up words 
and <laughs> phrases so we wouldn't have to tell you to get in your car and go talk to people and yeah. sell them stuff. But this is the time to do that. These are the, uh, what in the beginning especially, these are gonna be your, your lowest cost and your lowest risk ways to get the word out. Because it is advertising if you're wearing your shirt and you do active word of mouth, which means we already talked about the number of people who know you, who you are and what you do mm. influences the number of shirts you sell. Yeah, and so what do you do you if you if we're talking about the bow hunting shirts? Yes, as an we're, example, we're, we're in our niche. We're in our niche. You find the archery places in your area. Yep. You know whether they're stores or ranges or whatever they might be, um, hunting supply. You go to these places. You talk to the owners and the managers, salespeople, whoever yep. you're able to get in contact with. There, you let them know what you do, and then you. Uh, attempt to make some offers and some deals with them. You know, um, would you be interested in reselling my shirts in your store? Yeah. You know, would you be, if you're having an event, could I possibly set up a table at the event and you can get a portion of the sales? You know, is there a place where I can put up a sign that I can pay pay to have a sign put up? Yeah. Or, or just ask nicely, do you have a place where I could put business cards here, you know, or a little brochure of what I, I sell? Can I hang up a shirt? Yeah, can I hang up a shirt? And you'll talk to these people, and then every business owner, every manager you run into is going to have different things they're willing to do. You know, if it's, if it's Bass Pro Shop, you know, yeah. they, they might not do much for you unless you get a corporate account. Right. But if it's a local, small archery shop, yeah. they might just sell your shirts for you. The guy might just say, you know what? I got a board up front with some other businesses. Just stick your stuff up there, man. Yeah. You know? Um, so you're going to go ahead and just actually go out there and try to sell. And, and here's what I'll tell you about approaching companies like this because I did it um, for a while. I briefly toyed with the idea of selling martial arts apparel. Okay. Right? Custom, custom martial arts stuff. And uh, so I went around to some of the martial arts supply mm -hmm. stores in Tampa, in the Tampa Bay area. And you could tell it was not the situation that someone was knocking on their doors trying to sell them stuff every day. Yeah. You know, it's not like people coming to your house and knocking on your door. Um, it's not like they got the 10,000th email. Yeah. No one is going by a lot of these places and trying to sell them copiers every day. So, so you're not going to be bugging people. They're going to be surprised and interested. Like, what What are you doing here? Yeah. Oh, I sell shirts. What do you mean? Look, I'm wearing one. Yeah. You guys do this. I'm wearing this. I sell these. What do you think? Yes, and, and so it's some of it's going to be developing partnerships because maybe you're selling design shirts. The yes. shirt is the design on it. Others are, it's custom. So if your niche, we talked about like... Uh, Barber shops and hair salons could yeah. be a niche that you, that you work with, and so you're going to produce aprons and and different things like that that they wear. Yep. Uh, maybe hats, whatever they might wear. I don't know. Do they wear hats at barber shops, so or, or do. do they show off their hair? Yeah, it depends on if they're yeah. Good or they should they're show good off. Barbers. <laughs> um, so my last barber was bald. Okay. Should I have, should I have trusted? That would have been a warning <laughs> sign to me. Um, so, so you can just also go in and just directly sell to the people who are your customers. Right. So, so you go into the hair salon and you sell aprons and you just say, hey, by the way, my name is so-and-so. I make custom aprons. If you want to do something for your store or if anybody wants some individual stuff, that I, I can personalize anything. Yes, and I will tell you that if you go in the, into the store wearing one of those aprons, that you will get attention very easily yeah it's not like you're gonna have to wait in line no on that one especially if you got bling like if you have a yeah, spangle machine yeah that's that's you, a win and you will because we just did a manicure and pedicure video for the spangle yeah and yeah if you walked in 
to a hair salon with a with a bling apron on, yeah. there, everyone, there, all the the sounds of scissors will stop because <laughs> everyone's going to look at you. That's right. Okay, and, so 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 that's actual sales. Yep. And we do want you to do that. It's it's worthwhile. You will make money. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that's very. Uh, you could do that today. Yeah. You know, you could listen to the podcast. Then you could stop somewhere on the way home, wear your shirt, walk in. I do this. You know, and that's it. Yeah. Right. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about is is advertising locally. This is paid. Yeah. This is going to be. Mm -hmm. This is typically going to be paid. Yeah. But it, but it's more like you can do it in print and digital advertising locally. Yeah. So uh, these there's there's a ton of the local digital local advertising you can do that's digital and not. So I mean, just to rattle some things off, you yeah. know, um, there are. There's the like the penny savers and the and the local community newspapers yep. that they offer right. that just go to like one zip code. Yeah. Um, so those are usually affordable to advertising because they go to a small group of people. Sure. Um, it might be a bench on the side of the oh, road. Yeah. You know, um, billboard. You know, I don't uh, know. A, a church newsletter. A church newsletter. You know. You know. Uh, um, that could be it, online. It might be. You mentioned Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, that's true. You know, could be a cool way too. You could put your stuff up for sale there. You can also market online to local groups. Right. That are online as well. Um, but this is, you know, mainly we're talking offline. Yeah, so we're so kind of like dancing here, uh, you know, um, we're, but we're about to transition into offline. We, we are. So, so it's a perfect there. time. But, but other um, offline opportunities might be if you, um, if you sell sportswear, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for you to advertise at baseball games. Yep. You know, uh, at local high schools. Maybe there's a high school newsletter that goes home with the kids, you know, out to parents and things like that. Um, my old neighbor had a parenting newsletter that he used to give away. You know, so there, there's there's a variety of places if you just look. If you look in your mailbox and if you are out shopping, you look at things stacked up by the cash register, um, those are your opportunities to get to people offline that are in your local area yep. that might also be in your neck. Yeah, and, and um, there's these uh, these local little farmer's market things that happen on the weekends, you know, yep. are huge nowadays. You probably have some that happen on a Saturday morning or something like that. You can get a booth at one of these places. Um, also look for um, church Churches Absolutely. have these events, and you know they're really they're looking for somebody to come in to help raise them money. That's right. what it's for. Yeah. So you go there and you sell some things, and the portion of it goes there. Yeah. And there's charity places that will other charities that will do the same events too. So anywhere where you can buy a booth, where you can get a table, where you can hang a printed sign, where you can have something print printed, uh, diner menu. No. <laughs> no. Unless you're in the, uh, unless you're in like the heart medication custom t-shirt <laughs> There's space. The place no, where I go, they have but, death but, on but the But there's, menu. you know, like Ybor City here, like, you know, once every month or two, they have a, they have a weekend market and then they have festivals like Puerto Rican Day and, mm -hmm. and Cuban American Day. And then, and then uh, you know, different little communities around the Tampa Bay area have their, have their own local events. Yeah. So if your niche matches any of those local events, you know, that's where you might want to bring out the checkbook. And buy a table, buy a spot in the parade. Yeah, you know, do what you can to make yourself known. Going back to 
the more people that know you and what you do, the more money you yes, make. Yes, and I would say with this, the, the best way to find these things out for your area and your niche is just keeping your eyes open. Right. That's all it is. Just you have to get it in your mindset that I'm looking, where can I advertise? Where right. can I advertise? Every time you go to an event, um, like for example, uh, here's one that is might not be, you might, if I said to you, you should advertise on a park bench, you might say to me, no. Right. right? I might. Your initial answer is no. I might, yeah. um, but what if I said that the cycling crew that you go with yes. and that you know go, they, people, that's a cycling trail. And you they're found dry, out they're going to drive by. They're going to drive, they, and day. you've been told that that four thousand people cycle past that bench every month. Yes, I would. I would probably save my money, and I would give a T-shirt to the homeless man that sleeps on that bench. <laughs> but that, that was mean. I didn't really no, mean that. But that would be that would be uh, uh, that would be something that may be worth experimenting. Yeah, no, with. I, I agree. So you find out. Oh, it's only two hundred bucks and, to put it up and, there and for and a month. You know? And remember yeah. everything that we're talking about. These are ongoing experiments yeah. and you can't fail. So you could rent the bench and then realize it's a terrible idea yeah. and then you wouldn't do it again, yeah. but you'd know. Yeah, but exactly. You know. And it's, it's all the risk for reward. If That's you true. call up and they say it's a year contract, $10,000. Uh, yeah, pass. Yeah. If, they, if they say, oh, it's been empty for months, you know, if you're willing to take it, but we'll, uh, we'll discount it for $200. Yeah. Uh, yeah, throw 200 bucks on that bench and see what happens. I like that a lot. So, so but moving on to online advertising, which is kind of where Mark Vila and I spend mm -hmm. um, 103% yeah. of our time, <laughs> is trying to figure out how to get your attention out there. Yeah. You know, that's mm -hmm. really what we're doing is we're using paid digital advertising as well as some, uh, you know, actually a lot of other online um, techniques so you become aware of us. Yes, so let's talk about some of those. Um, so that we'll, we'll separate these into free versus paid. Yeah, that's okay? good, I like that. So uh, first one free, that's a must, is uh, the Google My Business. You've gotta do that. Just go to googlemybusiness.com, literally. And, and Bing Places. And Bing Places. So this is where you're gonna register your business with Google. We've talked about this uh, nine yeah. times on the podcast, yeah. at least. So it's a must. If you haven't done this already, just do this first. Yeah. This isn't even, this is even scary like networking and sales right this is just going and filling out forms um, so make sure you do that and then following that um, you want to do a Facebook page yeah and and I'll say one more thing about Google oh, My sure. Business and that is this is the a free place where you put your business information into Google so they find you so when somebody searches custom t-shirts near me yes you show up you show up you know, and on the map if you want to. Yeah, and, right. and it's also it could be with it. You know, we're talking about niche marketing. It's also just you know fishing t-shirts. Yeah. You know, archery. And, you know, archery t-shirts. You know, cycling t-shirts. Yeah. So you can put that. So you describe your business, and if you have two or three niches, you describe those niches in the description as well. So if somebody is searching for bow hunting t-shirts, yeah. they actually will. They'll find you. I'm developing a, a, an interesting idea to combine the the bow hunting with the cycling. Okay. <laughs> maybe off-road cycle bow yeah. hunting. Oh, okay. You know, maybe Isn't there a, a skiing one where you shoot while you ski? The, you know, the um, the northerners do yeah. something like that. <laughs> I don't know how you do that on the water here in Florida. Okay, so, um, so after Google My Business is definitely get a Facebook page yep. set up. Good or bad, pro or con, um, almost everyone in America is on Facebook. 
And almost all of those people, when they get up in the morning, the first thing they do is flip their phones over and see what happened on Facebook. Yep. That is, that is people's daily routine. So you've got to be there. It's completely free right now. You know, you can set up a Facebook page and if you do it properly, people will be able to find you. If you go on Facebook, they will actually suggest other pages that you might be interested based on the things that you're talking about on your Facebook profile. Yeah, so we're talking about um, episode 26 yeah, that we've done. That was a so great one. you've got to go back and listen to that one if you're not sure of the Facebook do's and don'ts. That'll yep. help you. And, uh, and then getting found online is episode 19, yes. which will go over both the Google and the Facebook and all, because we're not going to go into every detail on these things. Right. But we have full 45 minute, hour long podcasts that are just on those two. So those are must just because everybody's there. Yeah, you know, um, and be where everybody is. Be where your customers are. And I had an interesting conversation, which I think I've reiterated a bunch of times. But okay. I had it, had it again last night, in that someone was asking about, you know, do they have to have a personal page to have a business Facebook mm -hmm. page? And the answer is yes, but you can have more than one Facebook page. So I have a personal page for myself, and I have a business page that I use for all of my commercial activities. So you don't have to worry about. The, the family and business mix. Uh, you don't have to worry about you know your cousin Eddie posting something that your customers see. And I have a um, I've got a Facebook I have one Facebook page yep. and I do a ton of business on it. Um, everything's just private. Right. So my personal life is kept sep is kept separately. I'm just gonna say a few more things might be private. Yeah. My, my <laughs> and uh, but what I do is I just make sure the big thing I make sure is that my profile picture is. A somewhat professional profile right. picture. It's not your dog. Yeah, it's not my dog. Right. You know, especially if I don't have a dog niche. Now, yeah. if I had a dog dog T-shirt, that would be that would that be would perfectly be fine. So you can do this, and it, it doesn't have to. Be, that's a, one of the biggest concerns. Um, and then other folks, you know, they might not like Facebook, and, and sometimes you kind of deal with necessary things you don't like because right. it's going to be profitable for you. It's going to help make you money. Yeah, yeah. And this will help you get found online because if you search for a local business. The top things that are going to pop up, if you're on Google or Bing, it's going to be their listing, right? Like your yes. Google, play, your yes. Google, my business, and Bing places. And then typically, not far below that, there's going to be Facebook pages. Absolutely. And you want to be the, the one found there. Otherwise, somebody else will. Those are episodes 26 and 19, yep. really worthwhile to listen to. Um, the next big one after Google and Bing and Facebook is, uh, is Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not an Instagram user. Uh, but I am for business. Yeah. You know, so if you, the, the benefits of Instagram are that it's a 100% visual platform, mm -hmm. right? And if you have a particular niche, then um, hashtags are gold. Yeah, and what's great is that um, in the t-shirt business, uh, whether you do embroidery or printed t-shirts or caps, whatever, whatever you're, whatever you make, yeah. it's the purpose of it is for it to look good, right? Yeah. Like that's the goal. You make a hat that people want to wear. So you get to take pictures of things that look good and put them on it. It's literally what Instagram is kind that's, of for. That's it. Um, so it's, you, you should do it. Um, so you can take pictures, you can do video, their stories, you can put link. If you have a website or a phone number, you can put that in, in yep. your biography and this is all free stuff. And then use hashtags. So you would do hashtag bow hunting if you're doing bow hunting shirts. Yeah. You know, and then this way when people are searching for those hashtags, they're going to run into your shirts if they like your designs. They're going to follow you. Maybe they'll go to your website, maybe they'll 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 tell other people about it. 
Yep. So um, and this, part and part of the part of the paid section, which is coming in next, mm -hmm. you're going to need to have a Google My Business profile filled out. Mm -hmm. That's going to make you more successful. You're going to have to have a Facebook page. You're going to have to have an Instagram account. You know, to to take advantage yeah. of a lot of this stuff. So. And currently, what's great about Instagram too is if you if you have well, a couple of things. If you have a personal Instagram on yep. the app, you can add multiple accounts. So cool. you can have your personal Instagram account that you look at. You know, pictures of dogs and food and whatever else you look at. And then you could have your business one that you just post to for that and you right. treat that one differently. And then maybe you have a niche one for your business. Right. So you've got your personal one that's just, just for you. Then on your app, you switch over to your main business one which yep. is just your actual shop store. And then the next one is just for the niche within your store. I've thought about that tons of times, just having an Instagram for our direct-to-garment printers yeah. for the Spangle Elite. So yeah. I think there's there's we've got some for yeah. some of our products, and it could work for some of yours. And again, that's something that you try out. Right. You might find that your store page it gets some followers. You know, sure. every time you post something, you know, three, five hundred thousand people like it, and then you try a niche one, and, and nobody looks at it. So. You delete it, and it was it was something you learned, and yeah. maybe you try again with a different niche. These are things you always have to try and learn. And and I'll just say that both the platforms that we're talking about and the techniques and niches that we're talking about are all part of that those ongoing marketing and advertising experiments. Mm -hmm. You could find that nothing happens for you on Instagram, and that's okay. Move on. Yeah, you know we're we're just giving you. These are these are places that you you have your best opportunity for success. Yeah. Um, so and and that's free. Um, in my opinion, you have a significantly higher opportunity for success um, if you go paid. Yeah. So well, here's one thing about Instagram. Here's something that you can do okay. if you're willing to try. Yeah. Okay. So um, and it's for our customers, you know, specifically. So um, you have a um, bow hunting t-shirts that you make, yep. right? And uh, on Instagram, there is maybe um, a man or a woman or a couple, whatever it is, that actually have like a kind of an active bow hunting page. Yeah. Uh, Insta or Instagram, okay. right? And uh, you look at it and they have a lot of activity. There's tons of comments, there's tons of people following. You reach out to them and say, hey, I'd love to give you guys some free shirts. Yeah. I've got I've got a, yeah, this business. Good. I like that. Um, if you, uh, I, if I give you give you some shirts, will you post on your Instagram and tag me in yeah. that? And then boom. Yeah. You get all of a sudden, like people, wait, wait a minute. If they like the shirts, I'm gonna like them. In the market, in, in the marketing lingo, yeah. that's influencer marketing. Yeah. Is to get people that have a lot of influence online to like your stuff. And especially if you have like a really tight niche, the chances yeah. of you getting a response from one of these people is actually pretty really high. Yeah, really yeah. high. It's not humans who drink liquids. That's harder. Right. You know? um, it's it's something's very specific. I don't know so. if Coke is out there and you're looking for a podcast to sponsor. Yes, we will drink a Coke. We will. <laughs> Only new Coke. Um, I have the red cup. Oh, there you go. Okay, so um, let's talk about paid, paid advertising ads, sure. because this is really. I love it. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. like this is this is how we do it here at Coldesi and, and Coleman and Company quite a bit. Um, we'll start out with Google Ads, mm -hmm. which is a great platform for a company like ours. We sell big pieces of equipment, um, and people are searching for the supplies for for vinyl, for Triton vinyl, mm -hmm. for um, Easy Peel paper, for for their printers. They're searching for those things all the time. It's worth it for us to write Google a check to be at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
um, because we really know our numbers. The pricing for Google ads or, or search ads, for example, there can vary so widely. You can pay pennies or you can pay hundreds of dollars for a single click. Mm -hmm. um, so we know our numbers well enough so we know how much we should spend. Yeah, and how much we're willing to spend right. on it. And and Google can be, especially if you're trying to sell a t-shirt. Yeah, you know, it's tough. You're going to be against um, Amazon, Walmart, Cafe Press, Cafe Target. Yeah, you know, you're you're up you're up against uh, on like new, like seemingly unlimited budgets. Yeah. that every time you search, you're going to see these companies. And and I'm not going to say that it's not worthwhile. Um, we we searched for um, archery t-shirts yeah. just before we came in in the Google Shopping section. Um, they had you know it was Amazon and Cafe Press and Etsy. Yeah, you know. Uh, Good prices on the shirts, by the way. You can make $25 selling a yeah. archery t-shirt, uh, for example. But, you know, these are the people that you're competing with when you decide to do paid advertising for search. Yeah, so it's going to, so I would say it's, um, you want to, you really want to think it through when you do this. You want to know your numbers and uh, you want to kind of realize that if you're going to compete in this expensive space, then you're going to have to really know, like, what am I willing to pay? Is it a customer lifetime value push? What am I going to do after yeah. they become a customer? You know, it gets more complicated because it's going to be more expensive to reach people there. Yeah. But that's okay because you don't have to advertise on Google search to be able to sell your T-shirts. Right, that's true. You know? um, one of our favorite ways to advertise and, and market our products is through Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, it's a, it's a great place. You can find your niches on there, so you can advertise to people who like archery, who like hunting, you know, and all these things. You can advertise directly to them, and Facebook will populate your video or your image with a link to your website, yes. or whatever it might be, right in their feed. And uh, typically, it's it's an affordable price. Yep. Now, um, the same is with Instagram. Right. You know, they're together. Yeah, you do that. You can do that through the Facebook interface if you'd like. Yep. So so they're both. You advertise through Instagram and there, and it's paid, but it can be it can be fruitful for you. Um, it's also something that you're going to want to dedicate some time to. Yeah. It, do not rely on the Facebook suggestion just to boost a random post. You know that yeah. can that can be effective, but but let's separate. There there is just boosting posts, which is one thing that you can do. There's a whole world of actual Facebook advertising where you pay, pay some attention to advertising design, to photo selection. It's not like you just put up a post and yeah. let, me, let me add 20 bucks. And Facebook has for free a course that you can yeah, take on Facebook it. Blueprint. Yeah, I Blueprint. So you can take that if you really want to get into it and learn how to advertise your t-shirt business through Facebook. And I see advertising because I have so many likes and affinities in this industry yes and you may too listening to this um there are there are embroidery shops that advertise on facebook there are t-shirt shops yep. there's i've seen advertisements for for just custom work i've seen advertisements for specific designs yeah. that are sold online so all these things work and um, you just it's going to be something that again uh, it's a long-term thing you're going to need to try it learn how to do it you may have a t-shirt design that you think is really great and nobody really responds to it on Facebook or Instagram. Right. Um, and then a different one does. Right. So, and there's a, t there's a ton of things and Facebook will even help you experiment with that so you can choose in your ad, you know, show two different images. Yeah, so this is, know, this is not, like um, 
It's not brain surgery, mm -hmm. um, but it does take some thought. And the more thought you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. Um, and it is also an ongoing experiment. Yeah. We fail at the, these ads. We kill these ads for our business all the time. Yeah. Like literally, we'll, we'll create four different options for a Facebook ad, for a piece of equipment. And um, the first three will not do well at all because the shirt wasn't right. Yeah. Or it was just a picture of the machine and nobody responded to that. They wanted to see a person wearing a shirt. Or, you know, there, so, so there's a variety of things that goes into a successful ad. Um, as long as you approach Facebook ads as an experiment mm. and that you're learning how to do it correctly, um, it's a great and fairly economical way to get yeah. the part out. And that's also what's your goal on that. Yeah. So is, it, um, is your goal for people to click and buy something on your website? Is a goal for somebody to go to your website and fill out a form about getting uh, a Specials. custom order, yeah. you know, made. Um, is it is it just for them to sign up for your email list so you can email them later? If you've listened to all of our podcasts, um, you know how to do all of these things by now, or at least you've heard about it. If you've listened it. to all of our podcasts, that's like 101 hours <laughs> yeah. worth of stuff. Because um, we've talked about doing all of those things in the past. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, I think it's. I think those. Those are. A, it's a great place to go, and um, you know, people ask how much money to start with all the time. You know, there's really no answer. But if if it's Facebook ads, it's it's in the hundreds. Yeah. If it's Google, it's it's in the thousands, in the thousands really. probably. Yeah. You know, if you're really going to learn how to do it and how to dial it in. Yep. Agreed. So um, no, you also put platform ads yeah, as a note. So so I this like is that. really interesting and. What made me think of it was just those searches that we were doing mm. in, in preparation for the podcast. And um, Amazon is a continually developing behemoth, mm. right? It's a huge platform. Almost everyone buys things from Amazon. And if you put your t-shirts on their platform for sale, then you could pay to have them, to have them promoted. You can pay for Amazon ads. Mm -hmm. Um, on Amazon.com, and you could also be the first people to do voice ads for your T-shirts if you wanted to, you know, through Alexa. Alexa, play the CAS podcast. Sorry, I couldn't resist. No, but um, you can you can do things like that through Amazon, and then some of the top search results that we ran into also were Etsy stores. Yeah. And Etsy has a promoted um, product option. Mm -hmm. So you can pay Etsy to move your product, your custom T-shirt, to the top of the store. Yep. And there's eBay as well. Yes. You know, so that's another place you can go. Uh, this is uh, where um, Facebook Marketplace, I believe, has a paid they do. section. Can, I, haven't, I haven't looked into it. If you haven't used Facebook, Facebook Market, Marketplace, it's Craigslist on Facebook. Yeah. I bought a brand new like an $800 gas stove range for like 200 bucks nice. out of a new construction house that they didn't sure. want that. That's what they told you. <laughs> they didn't want <laughs> Delivery was after 11.30 p.m. Yeah. No lights. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's tons of stuff. I've seen apparel on there. Yeah. Um, there is, there's one person who advertises in locally in mine where they have a, a little dress uh, dress shop okay. where they, um, I don't know if they make them or what, but, um, it, but it's a ladies apparel shop. And I see, I see it pop up where they pay and they have pictures of the dresses yeah. and they pay and, you know, dress $39, stuff like that. And it's for their store. Yeah. Cool. So, I like so that a you lot. can do that stuff. Um, and, uh, so yeah, Amazon, Etsy, eBay would be another one. Um, and then we put, 
Um, listings on local group sites and boards was another place you can advertise online. So the example of that would be like the Florida Fishermen's Forum. I don't know if that's a thing, but it probably could is. be. You know, so if there's a forum in your niche, yeah, it could be local or not. Um, so it could be the Florida Fishermen's Forum, or it could just be Fishermen's Forum, American Fishermen's Forum. You know, if you're selling fishing T-shirts now, the larger the group of people that are there. I'm confident it costs more money to put an ad on the U.S. Fisherman's Forum that reaches 30 million people right. versus the Florida Fisherman's Forum that reaches 3 million people. Right. You know, so there's, but these are places where you can advertise and you just have to kind of find these groups. And if you're in the niche yourself, you probably know where they are online already. Right. And if, you, if, you're, if you're not, you can type in, you know, archery hunting forums into Google. It'll probably, probably lead to a couple. Mm -hmm. If you find that there's some good activity in there, you scroll down and there's always a link for contact us or advertise with us and you can yeah. start looking into pricing. And uh, if this is another interesting thing that you can do, just because they, they don't have ads now, oh, doesn't yeah. mean you can't reach out to them and ask. That's a great, that's a win for you guys. Because they might, uh, they like if it's a forum, they might not um, specifically have uh, like ads that they show, but if you contact the administrator and say, hey, I'd love to like advertise on your page or if like if you could pin a post of, yeah. of meet at a top or something like that, or give me permission to advertise, you know, you might be able to strike a deal in a place that doesn't currently have advertising. Right. And be able to get your products featured there. That's 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 a great idea. So mm -hmm. there are message boards and forums that are still out there. Yeah. That are still very active. There's some big ones in our industry that we've advertised in with some with some success. So really it depends on your niche. You may have tons of people that still participate in a Yahoo group. Yeah, or I'll tell you what, Facebook groups too. Facebook groups are great. Yeah. You can't pay to advertise in there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what, I'm not sure of what the rule would be if you were to contact the administrator and say. You can absolutely do that. Yeah. You can absolutely do that. Yeah. If you want to advertise on the custom apparel startups, yeah. you know, you can, you can get my personal PayPal. Okay. And, and we can talk about that. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if you go to a, let's say like a Bowhunter Facebook group and contact the administrator and say, I sell t-shirts. Do you, al do you allow any type of promotion or is there a deal we can work out where I can promote? Is there something I can support? Do you have an organization, you know, something like that. Yeah. And they might, they might just say, you know, yeah. Yeah. Or it might yeah. be, no, just go ahead and put your stuff in. It there. could be that too. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. um, all right, last one we have here are trade magazine websites and email lists. Yeah, so trade magazine, for example, might be Hunter's Monthly. Mm -hmm. It might be Cycle Week. Mm -hmm. You know, um, whatever your niche is, I guarantee somebody's got a, um, a, both a physical and an online magazine yeah. uh, that's related to that. It's remarkable the number of niches yes, uh, there's, that have that. Well, and, there's a magazine for everything. Right. That's there, like a, a George Carlin bit yeah, that right. we talked about. He's, there's a magazine for walking, <laughs> putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's if, if you're selling to um, like hair salons, there's, there's probably either like email lists and online magazines yeah. and print magazines that, that they receive. Yeah, so here's the way that works is for, um, for all of these niche market magazines, there's usually a publisher. It wouldn't be Bow Hunting Magazine. You know, there might be that name of the magazine, but if you look inside the first or second page, it'll say published by, 
national something media. Mm -hmm. And those are the people who can sell you advertising. I'm not a huge fan of magazine ads and print yeah. ads. We don't do it. Um, but what I do like is either advertising on the website mm -hmm. with that if they have enough people going. Um, I love to participate in newsletters. So if you are if you subscribe to uh, printware or um, awards and engraving or sign in digital magazine, things like that, you'll get a newsletter on a regular basis from them and periodically you'll see an ad for Triton Vinyl or Compress UV printers or direct-to-garment printers, things like that. And us. it's part of the concept that we want everybody in our niche yes. to know who we are. Right. That's what it is. That's why we do that. So um, these things can uh, can can be costly. Again, it depends on the size of the niche, yeah. how big they are. Um, if the newsletter and online place is is for a really tight niche and it's it's literally run by you know a lady out of her house on her computer, yeah, right. then it's probably not going to be expensive. Yes. and they've got you know four thousand people that look at it. You know that's going to be different than hunting magazine. Right. That's going to be expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, ad's going to be a lot of money. But the point is it's worth finding out. If you've got if you've got some budget that you mm -hmm. are able to um, focus on marketing with or advertising with and this is one of the exper experiments that you think is reasonable to run, mm -hmm. then do that. Yeah. Don't make a decision based on, well, it's $3,000 to participate. Well, that could be a great deal if they have a million people on their email list and half of those people open it, and half of those people click on your ad. Yeah, and, and you should ask about emails too, because the, the person selling you this, they're they definitely want to sell you the print one. Yeah, it's really really expensive. Don't it's old do that. school. Yeah. It pays them. Uh, they're getting a fat check for that yeah. when they sell that. So they're they're going to push it, but they will sell you anything as long as they are allowed to. Right. So find out. You know, do you just do advertisements in your email newsletter? Do you just do advertisements where you can just send an email out just for my product? Yep. Do you just do online ads? What's the what are what's the range you offer? What's the time frame? What's the contract? And um, you and we've said I've said this a ton of times. Somebody says, Oh, we do a year for this. I'm not willing to do that. Right. Because I don't know if this is going to work, and I'm not going to spend a year on this in my budget. What I am willing to do is do um, 60 days. Yeah. And um, if you want my business, you know that uh, this is this is how to get it. Yeah, I'm telling you yeah, how to yeah, get yeah. it. Is is let me have so make sure that you don't fall into traps with any of these things. You know, um, Google and Facebook, Instagram, um, things like that. You can turn them on and off instantly. Yep. You know, you can turn it on for an hour, turn it off. But when you get into these um, local group sites, message boards, trade magazines, and stuff like that, they may or may not allow you to do short-term stuff. And I recommend doing short-term stuff whenever possible so you can experiment right. with what it works. And, and they're going to want to sell you more. And I'll also <laughs> say for, for all of this as we get close to wrapping up, do not hire a service to do any, any of this for you until you know what you're doing yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tricky. Um, hiring the service can be great because they can do all the experimenting and dialing for you. They'll but get you there quicker. It's it's going to cost you money. Yeah, and, and you want to make sure that you're allocating budget for that. You've got to have the budget. And honestly, until you know a little bit about what you're doing yourself, you have no idea if they're any good at it. Yeah. I don't care what their website says or what their success stories look like. You don't know if they really can generate results for you um, period, but you especially don't know if you've never done any of this stuff yourself. Yeah, so doing it yourself is good and doing it through a referral. 
So yeah. if you know somebody who has another business that has used this organization and continues to use them and that's success, then you know, that helps to soften the blow a little bit on, on making that decision. But but I think the the you know the the trade magazines and websites and, and you know partnering in emails with people like that is is a great paid tactic mm -hmm. um, to get the word out about you and your business. Yeah. So really, you know, in your niche, the goal is to get everybody in the niche to know who you are. And the more you niche down, like we talked about in the last episode, the smaller that group is and the easier it is to, to achieve. Yeah. So, you know, 30 million people, 3 million people, you know, 300,000, 30,000, 3,000. Once you get to that like if small it's, number, if it's you know, three guys, then yeah. you don't have a niche. <laughs> but have, all of them will know friends. you. you all of them will know who you are. But yeah, so the smaller the niche is, the more you can let everybody know. And it's a great idea to experiment with all of this stuff. But the point is, you do all of this and you find some stuff that works that's yeah. making you money. Yeah. And then in the and then once you're done, you can then replicate that formula again that's, for another That's niche. the punchline. When when we when you listened to absolutely every second of mm. episode 101, <laughs> yeah, um, of the Custom Apparel Starters podcast, then you picked your primary niche. Like this this is what but you can go through that exercise for more than one. So you pick your niche, archery, hunting, mm -hmm. cycling, whatever it is. And then you go through this process of figuring out what works. When you reach success, when you go to the next niche, it's very likely that those same tactics are going to work. Mm -hmm. So your, um, the amount of money you have to spend to be successful gets dramatically reduced. Yeah. Right? The first so, time you do it, you're going to spend whatever dollar. If you spent $2,000 to get it to work the first time, yeah. you, it, it may only be 200 that second time because you kind of know the, you know where to start. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that applies to everything that we've talked about. So if it's whether it's paid or not paid, if it's online or offline marketing, you know, these are kind of the steps to go through. And once you, once you get them down, once you get good at them, once you've tried them once or twice, then you can apply that as a success formula to the next product that you do. Awesome. Well, I think we've gone into everything yep. that we need to for this episode. Yeah. Um, definitely start with that local stuff. Yeah. You know, if, if you have a local business, um, that's my, my tip. That stuff is typically in the beginning of your business, you're, you're more time, you have more time than money, yeah. you know, and then it, eventually I can flip for you. Yep. So go ahead and use that time. You know, to, to so, so I think business. we have two action items for sure. you. Sure. Yep. The first one is the show notes are vitally important on this episode. Yeah, because there links are links to, to other episodes. Yeah. Um, the second um, action item for you guys is to do this stuff. Yeah. This is not a passive episode where oh that's great to know. Yeah. You know if you don't do it then we just wasted an hour. Yeah, yeah. You have to go. You have to pick some of these you've got to do. Yeah. Like the Google business and Facebook page and you know. Um, meeting people in your niche, yep. you know, um, yeah. and other things you should try doing, like advertising locally, doing actual on-foot sales, you know, and trying some yep. paid, paid ads. Got it. So, All right, guys. Uh, thanks very much for listening to episode 102. Yeah, this, this was a good time. This has been Mark Stevenson from Coldessi. And Mark Vila from Coleman & Company. You guys have a great business.